Welcome to the Press Conference Podcast, where we bring you the pressing review nobody asked for. Today we're going to talk about the new track from Elira, We Will Never Know. I'm the host Dave, and we've got Phil here too. How's it going, man? Pretty damn good. Nice intro. Bit of mixing it up a bit. Pressing reviews. We're yeah. pressing fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? <laughs> fucking big things coming. Let's go. I want to keep saying it every episode. <laughs> Well, the boys gave us access to the track early, so we were able to to give it some some decent time, and uh, we thought we'd just do a little companion to the to the interview. So, nice. talk about the song. So, we're going to play it now, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. track that is just ah, warms my soul that is good shit right there hey so good two minutes long and they've packed so much into this this track this this song really does have everything like gang vocals a fucking fat bass solo bit of spoken word in there we know how much i like that and it, like oh. that massive ass breakdown at the end not that i'm like a mosh lord yeah. or anything like a lot of the people that we might know <laughs> we do know but uh yeah like if I was uh, five years That'd ago in, in my in my peak physical condition, I might uh, throw down to that. <laughs> I reckon that'd get you. You've got this move right, and you get it's the the dive back in the pit, and you just create this tidal wave of people. I do, I do <laughs> like that. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, oh, fuck, this is funny. So. Um, I've tried to explain to Lauren like where I like to stand in the pit, right? <laughs> um, because I'm not really one. Of, I'm not like a, I don't like the two step. Um, I can't really like hardcore dance. I mean, I'm not physically built for that no more, right? <laughs> like, those yeah, days are behind me. Um, I don't like to be right at the barrier, 
but I like to be in that middle, just in between the, like the barrier people and the pit where I can still kind of jump around, fucking throw my body around, but still get close to the stage. Like, yeah. And that, you, that, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly what I want to do when the song plays, especially at the end there. Like I just want to grab the mic and then fucking jump back and fucking knock Jackson to the industrial revolution. But, uh, <laughs> that's what this song makes me want to do. Yeah. It really makes you want to doll out some dirt naps. I the other thing I really love is the the guitar tones, like the, oh, the sound yeah. of the guitars, the the twangs of like the little solo bits in the, the ambient parts, and then like it's just it just takes me back. To, and like we said in the interview, it's just that that era of like screamo, screamo, yeah, that I just absolutely love. It's and got that, yeah. It's got a bit of everything, right? And like. Like it's a real. It's probably maybe, maybe their next heaviest track after Haruto. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like the. You're right. The guitars. We talk about how you know, guitars. We feel super important to the kind of music that we really like. A kind of like melodic hardcore yeah. guitar that like the twang to it. It's on display right here. I think partnered back with some fucking impressive vocal performance too. Right, like. Oh yeah. Um. I can't remember if I said it on the pod or not, but I've definitely said it to you. Like when I first saw Hayden scream, I was like, this guy, man could be my, maybe one of my favorite vocalists in Australia. Whoa. Yeah. Like, well, cause remember I said at that, at that first show, I'm like, is this guy like, is he in a post hardcore band or is he in a, like a melodic hardcore band? The way he screams has got that kind of like desperation in like that. Yes. He can hit the notes. That's right. Funny. And like really scream, but it's almost like he's yelling, screaming in a way. I know that's a weird way to describe it, but you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. You can you can feel the pain. Like he oh, really feels the, yeah. the the lyrics and the and you can actually tell. And like there's bits there where you can almost hear his like his voice crack. And it's I love that, that shit, point. It it makes it so much better. Yeah, like it's just. I mean, we can talk about like he was we're talking with Hayden in the episode that came out yesterday, and you know um, Alisana from um, from Autumn to Ashes, like those kind of bands, I'm like, yeah, I can hear that shit right there. Like, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, absolutely love it. Um, I think I'm going to have to come down to Melbourne for that show <laughs> just so I can see this song live before. I know I'm going to see them with Haraway in a few months anyway, but like, I need to come down to Melbourne at some point and I really want to see this song live. <laughs> Me too. I've um I haven't had I've been unlucky with their their live show, so I haven't been able to see him yet. So I'm really really looking forward to to getting into, yeah. into the room with them and seeing it all unfold. Yeah. Um. And I just think like the end, like that breakdown I mentioned before, like it's so heavy, but it's almost like there's a pit call in there as well. Like there's like a brief moment yeah. that like you know I think a lot of bands. Like, I wouldn't say, uh, like, a lyric aren't a metalcore, like a traditional metalcore band by no means, right? They're definitely more in that post-hardcore screamer realm. And I think mm-hmm. one thing that I really like in metalcore and, you know, like a lot of that, like, traditional hardcore stuff is, you know, the, the, the silence before the break breakdown, right? Yeah. And there's that to a little bit and enough that I think, like, in a live show, there could be some fucking mad pit calls going on for this. Uh, yeah, and it's so just really. like, oh, I just want to be at a show and see the song play. Um Cause yeah, that bit was, was epic. But then what happened, like it doesn't, it's not just like the drums are going like slow, like a, a traditional metalcore breakdown. Like they're just still fucking screaming and going fast and it's chaos. I love it. It's going to be so good. I don't know. Where do you think they'll play it in a set? 
Um, I kind of hope they open with it. Yeah, that would be epic. I was thinking it was a great opener too. Like they played their last single first on their tour. And I guess that was the headline show, so I get it uh, for that single tour. Um, I think it would either be, yeah, I think first would be really good. Like can you just imagine like Hayden coming out and screaming like straight off the bat like that? Like if that isn't going to get a crowd up and about, like nothing will. But another part of me thinks like this could be a song that they, it probably deserves the right to be played like towards the end of a set. Maybe the second last song or third last song where everyone's a bit rowdy, you know, the first few songs have played and then this is like the heavy song before they end with like a fucking testament or something like that, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't mind where they play it, to be honest. (laughs) It's going to be sick either way. Yeah. Um, so this is coming out YouTube only, and um, as we as with the interview, um, the the guys mentioned that they did all this in in Tony's garage, and I think it is a wonderful. Well, we we, we watched it kind of like at the same time, just before, <laughs> like before we recorded this. I know we're not quite advanced yet to get the whole video <laughs> recording up and the whole fucking YouTube review thing, but um, you wouldn't know. You really wouldn't know. Like it has got. Like Tony's done a great job here, like the the filming, capturing the right moments, the fucking lighting, like it's so good. That mirror is just incredible. Um, they've done a really good job there. And I'm kind of glad that it's YouTube only. Like everyone should watch that video. Like, yeah, like the music video is dying, sure. and I hope it doesn't yeah. because there's some good shit out there. Hundred percent, and like they put a lot of work into it, and it looks great. And I think it's really like, as I said, a, an art piece. Yeah, and they're really big on um, keeping the art style and also the music kind of in a certain direction. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's awesome, and it's so good to see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fuck, it's really cool that they're doing YouTube only as well. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, you're gonna give it to Alira, right? Like they they're ballsy as fuck. You know, their their first um, ad campaign was you know so secretive. We spoke about it in the pod a little bit, but like they're just fucking doing things different, and I'm I'm completely here for it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so there was also a bit of a code that went along with the announcement of the new song. So oh, we not talk about this, or are you gonna get us in trouble again? I don't think so. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, big things coming. <laughs> big things coming. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm not gonna the uh, I'm not gonna talk about the how, but the um, yeah, the vinyl looked really nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, which yeah, I was really stoked about. So, um, what what a, what a good release! Like you know, you can't knock Alira. Alira know they definitely know how to fucking get their fans excited. And I'm hoping that people yep. that aren't necessarily their fans, like, pay attention because they're playing a lot more shows now. It's not just headline shows. Go see your other favorite bands. Go see, go early, see Lyra. You'll come back again, I guarantee it. Like, there's a lot of cool shit happening. Yeah. And everything they do is of a, a decent quality. So their merch is good. Yeah. The merch is awesome. Film clips are good. The music's good. They've got like a plethora of physical media out there. So if you want to get something, you'll be able to find it yeah. potentially. But they're just, um, they're doing great work. Doing great work. Um, 
Yeah, so like they're playing a show that's been announced by now. We've got the details. So in Melbourne at the Burgie Band Room, Saturday, April 29th, they're, they're, they're opening for Outloved and Bad Juju on the Bad Juju single launch. Um, so they're playing yep. there. And then they're, they're supporting, they're like the main support for the uh, Haraway Tour, um, which is really all around Australia, Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, and then like Haraway go to Darwin. But still like first time in Adelaide, go check them out if they're in your state. Oh, they're a great band. Everyone should go see them. Yeah, and that's the first show at that new band room as well. Um, so that'll be pretty exciting to see how that is. Awesome. Fuck. Cool. Great song. Epic song. It's up there. Probably one of my favorites by them, I think. Um, I think so too, to be honest. nothing for, To be honest, nothing for me is going to beat Bleak. Like that song yeah, is still true. like that's my fucking shit, bro. Like spoken word in there, fucking like that's just a great song. Uh, but this is very give close. Give me a bass solo. Give me a bass solo and some twenty guitars and like. Fuck! I felt so bad. We were like Tony, what a sick solo, and he's like, I didn't write it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm, I feel like such Doesn't a dick. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You played it is exactly what like he said. So, fuck. Shout out to the boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks heaps for coming to... on, Tony Hayden. We absolutely loved having you on. Uh, I know we're just like a small blip in the in the scene, but if this helps like one or two more people listen to your, to your music, like that's what we're here to do. Um, yeah. you know, actually, I don't know if that is what we're here to do, but we hope that's what we can do <laughs> by having you boys on. So, um, yeah. It yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. We'll catch you next time. See you next week. <laughs>